Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. Thanks so much for finding some time in your busy day to spend with me. I'm always honored when someone uh, carves some time out of their precious day to spend with me. Today, we're going to be talking about vending machines. Now, that industry has changed a lot. I recently read something that went like this. Vending machines have been through the test of time despite the development of other methods retailers use to to distribute their goods. Recent advances in the industry have um, boosted the sales, especially during the current health crisis where social distancing is essential. The cashless payment method ensures minimal contact. The vending machine business has evolved throughout the years and will continue adapting with the times. So what we're going to be talking about today, folks, is not the old gym vending machines where you put the 25 cents in or 50 cents, 75 cents, and you pulled the knob and maybe or maybe not that bag of M&Ms might drop down. So today my guest is Marcy Olinger. Marcy is a lead business consultant with Naturals to Go. Naturals to Go is a healthy snack and drink vending machine company, which offers business opportunities for those interested in a full-time or passive income option. So please help me in welcoming Marcy to the show. Hey, Marcy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Linda. Very glad to be here. And what a well, great intro that was. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, it just sets you up because when we think of vending machines, Marcy, some of us think about those things that, you know, may have been in the school cafeteria or I can remember when I was in corporate that my options in the vending machines was the M&M's peanuts, so it had to have a little bit of protein in it, or maybe a Snickers. But things have changed, haven't they? Yeah, unfortunately, when you're saying that what you remember, uh, it's pretty amazing when you look even today how many of those old-time vending machines are still out there um, mm-hmm. that are still in play, and they still just have the quote-unquote junk food. We, we associate mm-hmm. vending with junk food. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're, you're right. We think about, um, you know, chips and, and candy bars. Before we get started in you sharing with us a little more about Naturals to Go, tell me about how you uh, were attracted to franchising and in particular Naturals to Go. Well, I um, have actually been in the franchising industry now for 17 years. Um, I had a, a a corporate um, 
career prior to that, spent 25 years in corporate, and I got one of those illustrious pink slips and knew that there was no way I wanted to go back to corporate. So I started searching. I ended up connecting with a franchise coach who took me through a discovery process, and I looked at different opportunities. I learned so much in that two to three months that I really felt like I learned more than I learned in my MBA program. Mm-hmm. And when I came out of it, I thought, you know, if I had an opportunity to help somebody learn as much as I just learned, that's what I want to do. So I bought a franchise um, called The Entrepreneur Source, and I was a franchise coach for 10 years. At the end of that contract, decided I really wanted to be on the franchisor side. So about seven years ago, I decided um, uh, it's time for me to find a good franchisor. So I've had it written down since that very first time that I want to work with a franchisor whose primary purpose is to make their franchisees successful. Mm. And that's word for word because it's written down on my whiteboard. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have have worked with several different brands. Um, Naturals to Go led me to that, or I think they all led me to Naturals to Go, I should say. Naturals to Go is not actually a franchise. They're a business opportunity, which means we don't charge franchise fees or royalties but we do provide all of the help and support and training that comes with the franchise. Yeah, I definitely want to talk a little bit later about the difference between that business opportunity and franchising. Um, But I totally understand what you're saying is you wanted to find that franchisor that was a good fit for you. And folks, as you've heard me say before on the show is that not all franchisors are the same. Not all franchisors offer you the same training, the same uh, support. And that's why working with a professional like, like Marcy, like myself, and like many of the other brokers out there, they can help to identify those franchisors, those brands that best fit you. So, Marcy, what in particular um, were you what attracted you to Naturals to Go? Um, I think that was it more than anything was that that looking for the, the franchisor that was really interested in um, helping their franchisees. Even though, and I I use it interchangeably, even though it's a business opportunity and and mm-hmm. and our owner operators, but. I believed that right from the beginning. When I was a broker or a franchise coach, I actually had clients who went through and validated with Naturals to Go and ended up buying vending machines. So Mm -hmm. I knew what it was like to work with them. I learned more about it. I knew some of the people that worked at Naturals to Go. And the more I found out about them, um, the more I felt like they really were in it to help somebody else, not just line their own pockets. Mm -hmm. So it uh, it was a learning experience from that perspective. And I can tell you without a doubt, every day I learn more about how Naturals to Go is out there to help somebody else. So mm-hmm. it's a wonderful organization to work with and somebody that I can feel totally comfortable and confident with that they're going to take care of my people. So let's back up just a little bit. Tell me about the, the vending machines. Um, I, I know that we said that they're not the old vending machines that I'm used to seeing, but how are they different? What, what do they offer that 
you know, that makes them, that offers more um, healthy options? What are those kind of things? There are so many things built into this machine. Ventec, which is our parent company, and has been in vending for 33-plus years um, and, and actually started out in the bulk candy um, industry. And you can imagine how bulk candy was. I mean, that's what we think of even before the old-time vending machines with the little bubblegum machines. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've changed and they've learned a lot over those 33 years. So they took everything that they learned during that time and they created a vending machine to deal with what people wanted. So there, one, the, the capacity in the machines is about one and a half to two times your typical static combo machine out there. That would be like your old-time vending machines. Um, two, the, the technology on these machines is uh, above compare. Um, they, they take any form of payment. You can monitor your sales from any uh, phone or tablet or computer, no matter where you are, as long as you have Internet. So you know what's selling and what needs to be filled. You know if someone has a problem, you can issue a credit right there on the spot. Um, and then they also are uh, very flexible as to what they could put in the machine. So this is one of the things that we really needed in the healthy food aspect because in order to gain health or shelf space, healthy vendors are trying to change the shape of their product to make it more noticeable. Mm-hmm. So they change the shape, they change the size, the form. Um, it could be plastic or glass or Paper. It, it doesn't matter what they put that in. It, we need to be able to vend it in these machines. And these machines are set up that we can take anything. I, I mean, you think about it can do anything from a pack of gum all the way up to a half gallon of milk. So wow. you, can, you can make that machine, put anything you want in there. It needs to be flexible as far as what part of it is refrigerated and what part of it isn't. And our owner-operators can move a board and basically change that. So it can be all drinks, it can be all snacks, it can be a combination of the two. We can basically put anything in there that that the location wants. Mm. And does the the um, the person that owns the machine? So I have decided I want to go with Naturals to go, and I want to purchase a lot of machines, uh, a bulk of machines, maybe ten. And do I get to? help that location decide what would be a good a good item to put in the machine or is it more dictated by naturals to go now we give you at your training you'll receive a uh, suggested product mix to put in your machine mm-hmm. but actually the, the location each location is very specific so if you kind of think along the the terms of like Walmart, um, every Walmart is a little bit different, mm-hmm. and they change their product selection based on that uh, market. We do the same thing in our machines. So what works in one building might be totally different than what works in another building. So that's one of the things that you will do is work with that location to put in whatever they want. You, the, the guy who is making the decision on the machine may say, hey, you know what, that's great. We want all these healthy snacks in there, but I myself, I got to have a snack every afternoon, and I want a Coca-Cola, and I want a Snickers bar. Uh-huh. And if that's his idea of healthy, then you're going to put that in his machine. Yeah. So you're going to monitor those sales, the things that sell more. You're going to put more of. You're going to make sure they're never empty. 
And those things that are not selling, you're going to take them out and try something else. Mm-hmm. Marcy, is it just food items? No. Actually, we have some owner-operators today that are putting in hand sanitizer and masks. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it really is whatever that owner. The, the thing is, it's your business. So when you buy those machines, yeah, we're going to give you the training. We're going to give you a mentor. We're going to be right there to help with your technology, any question or, or any support that you need. But it's your business. So you decide what goes in those machines and what works for you. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking a little bit about the unique demands for different locations. Marcy, how do I find those locations? How do I know where to place those machines? You don't even have to. That's one of the best things. We do that for you. We mm. have a spectacular um, group. that all, They're location specialists. And that's all they do all day, every day. So we've got people who have access to databases. We know what to look for to a potential business and what's had uh, success rates with us. So they're going to do that initial search. We've got telemarketing specialists that are going to call out. They've got specific criteria that they're looking for and certain questions that they're answering and are asking. And they, they set appointments. And then we send a location specialist out to that market. So they'll spend time in the field with the new owner-operator to do two things. One, those locations want to know who they're going to do business with, and that's the new owner-operator, not the locating specialist. So mm-hmm. that's important. But they're going to ask all the questions. Our, our locating specialist knows what to look for, what questions, the traffic patterns, the criteria. And then the other thing that's going to happen is they're going to train that owner-operator in what to look for. So going forward, if that individual wants to do their own locating or if somebody comes to them and says, hey, I'd like to have a machine at my location, um, they know what to look for. They know what questions to ask. You don't want to just say yes because somebody wants your machine there. You want the best locations, and we know how to get the best locations. So, yes, we work hand-in-hand with the owner-operator, but you don't have to worry about it. We're the ones that are responsible for getting your locations. So, Marcy, you know, when you're talking about the best location, is that an office? Is it a mall? What is a good location? Uh, clearly, there has to be traffic for people to, um, you know, purchase the items. But what is a primo spot? It, it really depends. Um, the things that a lot of the locations prior to COVID that were really good are no longer really good. So when the locators look. They're only looking for businesses that have been de- deemed essential, where people are there every day working. So if you find a place that is 24-7, maybe they have shift work, that's excellent. Um, because obviously you've got people that are there, they typically have short breaks or lunch periods or whatever they call them, and so they're probably not going to leave. People today love the idea that our stuff is all wrapped and not touched. Mm-hmm. Um, our machines are sanitized. Uh, they're kept clean. Our, we make sure that the stuff in there is, is fresh. Um, so that part of it is great. But we seem to have changed a little bit, and it's more of a little bit of a, a blue-collar focus today than it is white-collar. A lot of the office buildings that used to be wonderful, not so much. There's not, the, not only are those people not in there today, it's very likely that a lot of them will never 
come back to the office. So right. those are not the, they're not even being considered. We're looking mm-hmm. at places um, like I said, the the warehouse distribution factories, anything like that that is is staying open. Um, car dealerships are still good. Hospitals not so good. Uh, schools, which are typically good, not so good. In some cases, they are, but, you know, when things are so up in the air right now, I don't think I would go that way until it, it, it is settled down a bit. So it's, it's one of those situations where each one is a little bit different, but you can rest assured that you've got people who know what they're doing talking to those locations and finding you the best ones. You know, we, uh, folks, we've mentioned uh, the pandemic several times, and I failed to mention that today's date is February the 11th, of 2021. Clearly, we're in a different position in 2021 than we were last year. But Marcy, as you were talking about uh, schools are not as great as they used to be because a lot of the schools, they're being homeschooled. And as you mentioned, a lot of those big office buildings, people are working from home. So during the pandemic last year, when some of your operators were um, seeing a decline in sales. How were you, uh, your leadership team, how was your leadership team able to support them during this? A lot of it has to do with your customer service and the relationships that you've developed. So I know we had operators that had locations in um, like assisted living facilities Mm -hmm. and they were not letting us in. Right. So a lot of those owner-operators worked because they still had people in there. They still needed the stuff in there. They just weren't letting anybody in. So um, our people worked with them, and because they had those relationships, they were able to get certain times that they could come in. They were able to get back in quicker than mm-hmm. uh, the visitors, let's say. So they worked with them to get us back in there because they knew that was a trusted service that they wanted for their um, people that were in the assisted living facility and, you know, the people that were taking care of them. Mm -hmm. So a a part of it was to build those relationships and work with those. A part of it is that we have a guarantee that if you don't have, if you don't have 100 sales or vends per week per machine, then that locating team goes back to work with you and we help you find another location. Nice. So we changed the way that we did, that we do locating we changed the way we did training. Our training is all done virtually now, um, except for the hands-on machine training, which obviously can't be done virtually. Mm-hmm. So we, we changed our training program so that the everything that can be is done virtually, and we have changed that and adapted it so that it actually is working very well. We're very excited about that. But the, the most exciting part is the hands-on machine training isn't done until that first machine is delivered to the to the customer location, mm-hmm. and they're sent directly to the customer location, not to the operator. So mm-hmm. when that is arriving, then we must send a machine specialist out to work with the new owner-operator to do their hand on, hands-on machine training as they're doing their first installation. So they have a chance to learn how to fill that machine right there just in time when they need it, and that's working tremendously. You know, Marcy, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm really not very mechanically inclined. I do good with a can opener. Yeah. And I, what if there are some issues that come up with the machine? 
Uh, I, I don't you know, think I could fix it. that. Yeah. Right. We're, we're pretty sure that if you know how to use a screwdriver and a set of pliers, you can mm-hmm. fix these machines. They're, they mm-hmm. have been designed, again, by us from 30 years of experience, um, to be very simple. And that, that the technical side of the machine is basically a big empty box that's got shelves in it and different components that run the machine. So, for instance, if your coin sorter goes bad, then all you do is take out, unscrew a couple of screws, pull that out, and plug a new one in. So it's mm. very modular, um, very easy to work on. And then we also have a technical team that's available. All you have to do is call them, and they can walk you through fixing almost anything there is on that machine. The mm. other part of it is the machine has over 800 indicators, and not all just what's wrong with the machine, but it does tell you what's wrong with the machine. So the machine itself helps you to identify what the problem is, and then you've got the technical team to walk you through fixing it if you can't fix it yourself. It doesn't take long to be able to learn how to use those machines and fix them yourself. Mm -hmm. So I have decided, Marcy, I would like to move forward with Naturals to Go. Um, Mm -hmm. One machine is really not going to do much for me. Um, What what size packages do you have, and where do you suggest a brand-new operator begin? You know, we used to let you start out with any number that you wanted. You could start out with one, and still I have a lot of people that say, I just want to get one and try it. Uh, what we found is that people who just get one or two machines, um, they treat it more like a hobby than a business, yeah. and nobody's going to be happy with that. We are in the business of selling machines. The only way we make money is to sell machines. So our long-term strategy is let's get people into business, let's get them up and running and successful and making money and happy with it so that they want to buy more machines. Mm-hmm. So we have done the research, we've looked at the statistics, and our minimum purchase is four machines. So with that four machine package, you're going to get your training. The shipping and handling is included. The, uh, we assign you a mentor, which is somebody who already owns and operates a business. And we also set up your website. We provide your initial marketing material. So everything that you need to start that business is included in your initial package. And then the more machines that you purchase for the minimum, but the more you purchase, the less they are per machine. And that is cumulative. So if you started out with four machines, six months later somebody came to you and said, hey, I want two machines. You order two more machines. They're at the six machine price rather than the two. So as you order more machines, you're getting a better and better price. Um, There is an economy of scale to be gained at four, but it's even stronger at six, and it's even stronger at eight. So it depends on what you want to accomplish Um, Some people just want a a sideline, that side gig, and they want to continue their job, so they only want four or six machines. Some people want to start out and go for it. They want 10, 12, 20 machines. So it depends on the individual. The great thing is this business is very scalable at whatever rate makes sense to the individual. So we're able to help that part-timer or somebody that wants to jump in and grow the business or somebody who wants to jump in with both feet right from the beginning. So, Marcy, I'm in Houston. What does that territory look like for me? Um, I, we actually don't restrict you to a territory. 
so what we found is you might go into, you may fit in a machine in a car dealership, and then next thing you know, he says, you know what, I own six more car dealerships. Mm-hmm. Can you put them in all those locations? We don't want you to have to say, no, I can't because they're not within my territory. So mm. there's no restriction on territory. But we do uh, um, some research for you, even preliminarily when you're looking at us. We do some research on business density in that area. So you're going to provide us with five to ten zip codes, and we're going to do that analysis on that to see kind of how good could that territory be. And then we're going to help you to focus that business around the, the zip codes that are closest to you. So, yeah, you may have to travel 30 minutes to one machine, and if that's the case, we're going to try to get you three or four locations right there around that one so that it makes it worth it for you to go to drive out there. Typically, you're going to fill your machines about once a week. So you think about you're going to spend about an hour, maybe an hour and a half per machine per week. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about um, let's talk about what the money would look like. What does the revenue look like? What's the potential there? Why would I want to do that, Marcy? Um, ideally, I would just answer your question. <laughs> you would say yes, that's great. Um, but however, the Federal Trade mm-hmm. Commission. Uh, puts the stop to that and says we cannot make an income claim. But the way that we handle that is that almost immediately when you start looking at us, we're going to connect you with some of our owner operators, and they can tell you what their numbers are. They can tell you what their profit percentages are, how many machines they have. They can answer questions about the industry, about Naturals to Go, about what it's like to, to run their business and how they started it and how they've grown it and what their plans are. So really, it's better to get the the information as far as the numbers. It's really better to get that from the owner-operator. So we want to get you talking to them as soon as possible. And what are some of the sizes of these companies? How many do does your average business operator, I mean, what is the average size? Average number of machines? Of machines, yes. Um, I'd say the average is right around 10 to 12. Okay. Uh, like I said, there's some people that are on the low end that are on the four range, and then there's others who own many, many. So mm-hmm. it depends on the individual, but our average runs in that 10 to 12 range. Wow. Marcy, I need to take a quick commercial break, but if you have some stories that you could share with us about some of your operators, I know the listeners would love to hear them. That would be great. Great. Folks, we're going to be right back with more about Naturals to Go after this commercial break. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. 
Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. I'm here with Marcy Olinger with Naturals to Go Vending Machine Company. And Marcy, when we broke for commercial break, I ask if you happen to have a few stories you could share with us. Yeah, I think uh, one of my favorites is about an individual who had machines at a school. And the school had, obviously, budget constraints. And they had a program that they offered for students with perfect attendance. And that was one of the programs that they had to cut because of budget cuts. So our owner-operator of the machines there said, you know, I would really like to support that program. How about if we set it up so that a certain percentage of all of our sales go toward that program? Mm -hmm. And because they did that, they were actually able to reinstate that program. So it's a a great example of being able to be a part of and support your local community um, that I think made both the school, the students, and the owner-operator very happy. Yeah, I love that story because – um, you know, when you think of a vending machine, uh, you may not necessarily think about building relationships in the community, but that's a perfect example of how um, an owner can really build those relationships in the community, and that's a win-win situation, Marcy. Oh, yeah. yeah um, another nice. one that I love is a guy that had children that were going to college. And so what he did was each time one of his kids was going to college, wherever that city was, um, he bought machines for that individual. He put them in that city, and that was their part-time business, part-time job that helped support their college education. It taught them how to run a business. It taught them how to do customer service and how to build those relationships with the locations. They had the responsibility of managing the the inventory in those machines, and it also obviously gave them part-time income. It was very flexible with their school schedules. And then when they graduated, they had something that they could already run on the side or they could grow and make it into a full-time business. Plus, they learned how to be a business person during that time. Oh, that is great. And the parents didn't get those phone calls. Hey, Mom, I need another $100. Can you put another $100 in my account? (laughs) I love that. Very good. Uh, Marcy, if somebody is listening right now, we're getting close to the end of the show, but if somebody is listening and you've really piqued their interest about this, how would they find out more information about you and Naturals to Go? Um, They can give me a call. My number is 660-268-8009, or they can send me an email, and that is Marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E, at naturals, N-A-T, you are, I forgot how to spell naturals, <laughs> naturals, N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S, the number two, go.com. Wonderful. Well, we're down to those final three questions. And the first one is, if there is someone listening 
who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? I'd say first and foremost is to have a conversation if you have a significant other. Have a conversation with them. Bring them on with you. Keep them involved with you as you do your search. They have different experiences. Uh, They have different questions. They have different things that they focus on, and they're going to be invaluable to you in that process. Um, And then you want to start working with a franchise coach, a franchise consultant, a franchise broker, whatever you want to call them. Um, Somebody like you, Linda, that cares about the individual, that is objective about whether they buy something, they're objective about whether they connect with Naturals to Go or any other franchise. They really are all about helping that individual to learn more so that they know what to expect when they get into business. Um, They're going to learn about business ownership. They're going to learn about franchising and about specific franchises or business opportunities like Naturals to Go. But I think more than anything is they learn about themselves and what they want to do. And that is a huge value plus. Sometimes we just don't realize the only thing that we can visualize is what we've seen. So we have a a tendency with franchises to think of fast food because we see so many of them. But there are so many opportunities. There are over 75 different industries that are represented in franchising today. And there's no way that any individual can go out there and do the research to find the right one for them in a reasonable amount of time and do the right research. So working with that franchise consultant, I think, is completely necessary. Yeah, that process can be pretty overwhelming if you don't have uh, someone to help guide you on that journey, for sure. And I, I totally agree with you with bringing that spouse in or that partner in to have that conversation together. That's so important. That is so important. So the next question is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? One is to be coachable. Um, you, you have to be able to realize you don't know everything and that you. Uh, one of the positives about franchising is that you've got somebody who really wants you to succeed. So they're going to tell you the right things. They've been there, done that. They're going to make it easier. You're going to get up and running quicker. It's going to be cheaper to get it started, and you're going to get to cash flow much quicker and you have a much greater chance of success. So that would be the first one. And the second one is take responsibility. Um, Even though you have a franchiser, even though you have a a franchise consultant that you work with, this is your process, it's your business, and even if it is uh, let's buy a box and water it and see what comes out of it, you still are the one that at the end of the road is it's your business and the bottom line comes to you. So you need to take responsibility for that and make things happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I agree that with that, you know, 150% because just because you have purchased into or bought into or plugged into a franchise or business opportunity like Naturals to Go, it doesn't mean that they do all the work for you. Folks, if you think that you that they do all the work for you, then you might just want to stay in your nine to five job. Because having a franchise, having uh, being uh, having your own business opportunity, like I said, like Naturals to Go, you're going to have to do some work. And that is something I make real clear with any clients that I work with is this is not a nine-to-five job. Sure, like Marcy says, it's scalable. It's flexible. 
but you're still going to have to do some work there. It's, it's, it's not a nine to five, folks. Uh, final question is, what does the future of franchising look like? You've been in franchising for quite a few years, Marcy. So what do you think it looks like going forward? You know, I think it, it's something like we saw with the business industry um, a few years ago when suddenly uh, the belt st- the, uh, we started tightening our belts. Um, mm-hmm. So many companies were living high on the hog, and they were just throwing money left and right. Um, I know at the time I worked for a telecom company, and we had so much money, who cared whether we did it right or wrong or how much it cost? We just did it. And then whenever we had to start tightening, then we tightened the belts, and we we made sure that we were spending money correctly. We didn't have a lot of fat in the game anymore. And I think that's what we're going through right now with franchising, and especially because of covid um, there's not just a lot of we're just going to be successful because we're there. You have to be good at it. Yeah, you, ha- you need a good leadership team that knows where they're going, that's looking at the industry and the big picture, that can bring their people together and keep them moving in the right direction and supply them with the infrastructure and the systems necessary to to be successful in that model. So mm-hmm. it, it it really is one of those where you find the right brands, you stick with them, and you take responsibility for your business and make it happen. And and I think there will be fewer, um, but the best ones are going to rise to the top. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, there have been some industries hit harder, and it doesn't make any difference whether it was a franchise or whether it was an independent business. The You know, the restaurant business, it's, it was hit pretty hard. Uh, the fitness industry, it was hit pretty hard. But then there are those that were not impacted negatively as much as others. So it's, it's all about just kind of um, being aware of what's going on. And if, folks, if you're, if you're considering this, this route, just do some due diligence. You know, do some of your own research. That's important as well. Marcy, um, we're going we're ready to wrap up the show here. But is there something that you would like to leave our listeners with? Is there something you'd like to share? You know, I just thought when you said that um, Naturals to Go had a record-breaking year last year. So, in the midst of total chaos, um, we had probably two to four months where we did almost nothing. And the rest of the months were absolutely phenomenal and more than made up for that to where we broke all records last year. So it's something that we're very excited about. We feel like not only has a healthy industry um, built into an industry that is, its time has come, Mm -hmm. um, but there are a phenomenal number of opportunities out there, and we have not even scratched the surface yet. Oh, that's that's great news for you guys. Congratulations on that because, um, like I said, there were some industries that were hit really pretty hard, and it's great to hear that uh, that great news. So, Marcy, one more time, if someone's listening and they want to know more about how they may be able to participate with Naturals to Go or just get some more information, have a chat with you, how would they go about doing that? Give me a call. 660-268-8009 or send me an email at Marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E at naturals2go.com Lovely. 
Marcy, thanks so much for being on the show today. I just am really excited about the um, the opportunity that Naturals to Go has uh, available and that there are so many people tapping into that. So I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Absolutely. Thank you, Linda. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. So, you know, folks, one of the things that I, I think is important is that businesses have to stay relevant. And you just heard Marcy talk about how the, the natural go, to go machines, they're computerized. You don't want to have to check every single machine to see what is it that's needed, go back and get that, go take it up. It's, it's all computerized. And it's all on your phone. It's all on your tablet. So they've streamlined that process. So I'm going to leave you with this quote. It's by an unknown author. And it goes like this. You can't do today's job with yesterday's methods and be in business today. So that's exactly what Naturals to Go has done. They are making those changes. They are bringing healthy options. They are doing the things that are needed today. You can't stick with those things that worked 10, 15 years ago. It didn't work that way. Glad to see a company that's staying on top of things. Folks, thanks so much for joining me today on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.